So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Welcome 12 Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, Ryan Wiley here. Thank you for listening. Okay, so we're gonna talk about documents today. Documents. My least favorite thing in the entire world. Documents. Underwriting documents, fulfilling documents, all that stuff that comes along with documents. It is a bottleneck in our business. It's a bottleneck in our industry. And it just slows your whole business down and takes you away from income generating um, tasks, which is, you know, finding good referral partners and working your database and whatnot. And so I get it when you're new, when you're newer, you're still in getting in the way of yourself as a broker, as I was a one man band back in the day. Um, I thought I would do it all. I thought I could do it all. Um, but we're not going to talk about why you should hire someone to do your fulfillment and your paperwork. That is the first thing you should do, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, and you can hire people on a per deal basis, not on like an, Hey, you don't have to go find an assistant to do this. You can find source people out, train someone to do that. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the client sending documents in and how, what that means from their commitment level as to how much time you're going to put into the file. Um, so I'm just going to walk you through our process because I believe in it and it works really well. And I'm going to give a couple examples of how other people might be doing it. And that doesn't necessarily work and puts a lot of stress on the infrastructure of your business. And so if you've listened to these podcasts, you know, we take every application over the phone. Okay. We're not a broker where we say no docs, no talk. That's not us. That's not our model. We say you got like a 15 minute phone call up front where we understand, we want to understand, you know, who you are, where you came from, see if there's a report, tell you how we can help. If we each go our way after that call and nothing happens, we at least gave you some advice and put you in the right direction. But we're also insulating our business. We're protecting our business. We're being the gatekeeper, knowing if your spotty senses are sniffing out time wasters and whatnot. So after that, then we jump into, um, so that's just the initial call. Then we go into an application call and, and ask for documents. So when we ask for documents, um, and then after that, we don't do any work until we've got, we have from the application call, we have a full application. So we're not going back and forth with an online app, trying to get this, you missed this, what does this mean? Where are these assets? What financial institution? Like we have a full application ready to submit in for approval when we need to, okay? The documents, we won't supply our budgets and our videos, walking people through everything. We won't do any work after that until we have all the documents and it has to be every single document. And so we've sent out in the past, you know, you send your list of what documents you need. And this is where we are no doc, no talk, but it's no doc, no pre-approval, no doc, no budgets, no doc, no investment proposal, no doc. So how, whatever lingo you want to use there. Um, so we put in that upfront work. So already we know people have made the commitment of booking that initial call. And then they've made a commitment of booking an application call and showing up. So they're, they're making all these commitments. And the next commitment is those documents. And we ask those documents before the application call so we can actually run through them on the application call. Um, 
but you need to be getting all those documents for self-employed individuals for, you know, back in the day, I used to wing it and I go, Hey, what's your line 150 and what's this and what's that? And I ask those questions initially, if I'm trying to judge if there's something there for this client up front, but we won't do any more work until we actually see the paperwork. And then we'll hit them with a ton of paperwork and we'll go, we need all of this. And I go, it's going to seem like a lot, but you're going to be handing this paperwork in at, if you're getting a mortgage at some point. So let's get out of the way up front. So there's no surprises. We can give you confidence knowing we can execute on the plan we put in place here that we proposed to you. Okay. So all those documents we request. So everything for salaried employees, you know, we'll get your, your last two year T4s. We'll get NOAs. We'll get recent pay stuff. We won't get letter of employment. Okay. We'll only get letter of employment if you're part-time, um, maybe hourly. We kind of, if we kind of want to know your, you know, your guaranteed hours, if you have a contract, we want to look at the contract. So we don't ask for a letter of employment because there's an expiry date, right? 30 days. And then we might have to ask for another one right now because we're just in the pre-approval stage. Um, but if we need to confirm something there on in- income, then we will ask for that. But otherwise that's, we ask for salary and then self-employed, you know, the game, you know, incorporated or sole proprietor, you know, you're too, I don't have to go through what these docs are. We all know what they are. If you have an issue understanding what documents you need, just go on one of your lender portals and look at what they require for income. So we use MCAP a lot. Um, so look at MCAP. They have a great portal. Pop on and then just look under self-employed salary. And it basically lists out what you want. And you could build your own template out of that. So you could build this email template where you go, hey, thanks for the call today. We need these now. And then we build them. And then you could have this template pops in whatever software you're using. We use Yesware. It pops into your email and then you just delete out the documents you don't need. Okay. So you're not typing out every single document all the time. Um, and so we won't do any work until we get those, but we get pushed like a lot of times people are like, like, can we do this? Can we do that? Can we do this? Like, no, we need these documents. Just yesterday, we had clients asking the same thing. Like, can you just pre-approve? Well, no, we need to see these documents. So why I just told you what they are. That's great but I need to see them with my own eyes. If I'm going to put my name out there and I'm going to put myself out there, spend more time. And a lot of this is part, and I tell the clients this, I go, you know, I'm, I'm hundred percent commission based income. So this is, I need to know that we've got a relationship here. And by you just telling me stuff and then, and then I request documents from you and you not giving me those documents, it doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy about our relationship that you trust me as your advisor on this. So just like you would with, you know, your accountant, your accountant's going to go, Hey, give me your T4s. Give me your write-offs, your receipts. Like they're not just going to wing it based on what you tell them. They need to see the documents. Okay. So that's where we draw the line in the sand, but we don't say up front, we need all these documents like, boom, Hey, I want to get pre-approved. Great. Send me all these documents. No, 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 no. You could just be wasting their time, your time, because this deal could never go anywhere because you need to have your seven, eight, nine, 10 questions with them to understand, like, do you have a down payment? Where's the down payment? I've done a podcast on this, on the application call that we do. Um, I think I've done one on the front, upfront sales call and then the application call. Um, so go back and find those. Uh, but this is me telling you, those documents are so important. And a lot of lenders, you know, like Scotia, for instance, they need to see it up front, which they changed that. And I'm glad they did because we just baked it into our process. So we have all these documents. We have all the piece of the story up front. There's nothing more frustrating than sending in a deal. Underwriters spend time on it. You're pushing them for an answer back, blah, blah, blah. You get it. 
it's conditional upon seeing these documents and then your client sends them in and something's wrong because they read a line wrong or they're talking about a different year or they were drunk when they're talking to you. I don't know. I'm just making it up. But who knows? And then now you look like an ass and you've wasted everyone's time and the underwriter doesn't like you or doesn't like you as much anymore. Um, and you've just taken yourself out of where you could be spending more time. But bigger than this, <clears throat> we love doing this and all these little steps because we're seeing how committed the clients are to us. If they're out shopping around, well, they're not going to want to go through our process. They're just not. Now, now it's okay to shop around. Like, I'm not saying don't shop around. I'm saying, but if this is, like, if they're not being forthcoming and, and they're going to go and talk to three other banks and whatnot, after they've spoken to us and understand our process, we have a problem. So by putting in, you know, application call, like all these little commitments and then the documents need every single document. You know, I know a broker, I don't know him personally, but I know in his process, which I can't wrap my head around doing this, but he asked for credit card to pay for the appraisal. Right. So he said, I need the credit card to pay for the appraisal because you're going to be paying for it anyways. And if you're not going to give me that right now, then I know you're just wasting time. And now that gets into some other issues. He's got a different business that he can afford to bake that in. But now you're getting credit card numbers and you're storing credit card numbers somewhere. And your conversation, like it just, like, I, I can't wrap my head around that one. I understand why he does it. Um, but I can't do it. But that's part of his commitment. He's baked that in. But we've got other ways, right? We've got the, so I'm, I'm hammering this over the head with, over your head here, but because it's going to save you so much time and it'll allow you when you get 10 deals in the door, you'll close seven or eight of them instead of closing two or three because you've done all these things and it makes them feel better because they're having more interactions with you and they're more communication daily or, you know, weekly. So you've got the upfront sales call where you're the gatekeeper. You decide if this is, makes sense and you run a quick scenario. You should be able to, you should be able to ask someone's income, know what type of monthly payments they're paying on cars and all that. And you should be able to know if it's borderline. You should be able to know if there's something you want to invest more time in. And, you know, you should be able to know that. And you go, yeah, this sounds great. Based on what you've told me, you're gonna, there's something we're going to be able to do for you. But to, to take it to the next step, we have to look under the hood. And so do you want me to walk you through what our pre-approval process is? And we can move quickly on our end. Um, yeah, that's great. Because people hear process, they're like, ah, like I thought this was the process. It's like... There is a process, but we move quickly. We'll move as quickly as you can, is what we tell them. Okay, great. What is it? We have another. We have an application call. It's much like this call. It takes 10 to 15 minutes. That way, there's no back and forth emails. We get answer all your questions. You answer all our questions, and we're good to go. Okay? We're also going to request documents from you. Based on the type of employment you've told me, these are the documents we're going to need. You don't need to write it down because I'm going to send you an email. And it's going to be this for self-employed. But is there going to be an issue getting these? No. Have you filed your taxes for 2019? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Do you owe money? Yeah. Can you pay it? Yes. So you're, you're kind of like, you're qualifying them there to see if you want to spend more time. Do you want to send that email? And then once you get all these answers and they're like, yeah, that's good. Great. Once we get the documents, every document, and you've had the application call within 24 business hours, we'll turn around with uh, a pre-approval um, proposal. Great. And then we're going to record a video walking you through line by line of that budget scenario, showing you all the moving parts, everything we talked about, you don't have to write this down on a napkin. We're going to list it out to you to the dollar. Is that something you're interested in? Yeah. Great. Our clients love us for this and I'm sure you'll appreciate it. Um, great. Perfect. 
So you see what I'm going here? All these commitments, and then boom, boom, boom. And literally, if they, you could book the call on that call. So you just open your calendar, or if it's someone else doing your application calls, or a junior agent, or whoever, you open their calendar. And you just open up Calendly, and you go in and you book it. If you don't have a Calendly, you're crazy. You need one. Schedule one. So you just need a booking software. It's free. You get one booking platform. I talk about this on every podcast almost. So then you go and you book a call. So on there, if you have time and they have time, sure, and you're okay with it, finish off the call there. From the notes you've taken, you've probably got 60, 70% of the application, right? Every phone call I do, I've got this like $2 book from the dollar store. And I basically, when I get on that call, I write the client's name on the top. I write their phone number. And in the, in the top right corner, I write where the referral came from. And I just keep this as my notes. Okay, so these are my notes. Someone calls me on the phone or phone rings. Boom, I've got it. Start taking notes. Okay, I could go back and reference this. I have books upon books upon books. I keep all of them. And they're obviously in chronological order. And then I just can go back and reference some notes. And then we transfer those notes into the CRM. Okay, but that's how I take it. Because I don't type while I'm on there. I prefer just old school, write it out. Read my own chicken scratch and whatnot. And so I've got that information. Good to go application we can turn around within 24 hours um that's our pre-approval process and getting those documents which is why i'm talking about this on the podcast is so important for you to structure the deal right to not waste underwriters time waste your time waste the client time but also it shows the commitment if i know people are i had a call last night which i never take i take probably two or three calls in the evenings a year and i did it because it'd be it was clients i've been working with for a while done multiple deals. They have a toddler and blah, blah, blah. And they said, Hey Ryan, like eight 30. And I'm like, ah, I even said that way on the phone. I'm like, ah, I'm like, I'm going to be in my pajamas and I'm going to be drinking wine. So I'm just telling you, they're like, yeah, we wouldn't expect anything less. I'm like, great, let's do it. So we get on and it was a freaking hour. Okay. But before that call, these guys had a ton of documents to send. And I said, I'm only doing the call. If I have all those documents for that call, Right. And they said, done deal. Boom, boom, boom. Three emails came in, done tons of documents, sent it over to fulfillment. They labeled it all, uploaded it. I could just pop in and see everything. All right. They made the commitment. So I know they're showing up for the call because they've showed up for a previous call, the application call. They've sent in all the documents. I know they're committed to the process. We had our conversation, went through everything. They weren't, they were like just appreciative that we made our schedule work, but I kind of already knew that this was a done deal, slam dunk. We've got the deal done. Um, didn't even have to have the, hey, what are you doing with other banks or whatnot chat. Um, just from doing this enough, didn't have to have that conversation. I knew. And you'll start seeing this. The people who drip in documents or don't start saying them in or just never show up again, they were always going to waste your time. So don't feel bad because I know, especially new brokers, old ones are jaded and they don't feel bad, but new ones you feel bad asking your clients for so many documents. I'm telling you, you're doing it to protect your business and your time, okay? So ask them, like, why do we need, we need all of these. You're going to need these. You want hundreds of thousands of dollars and you want me to prescribe you a medication, right? I'm the expert. I need to know, I need to see all the blood tests. I need to see everything, okay? So never feel bad, because I used to feel bad about those documents. Um, about asking. I'm like, oh, when is it? Like, this feels bad for me. I'm like the client. 
And then I just got out of my own way. And that was the story I was telling myself. I just changed that tune pretty quickly. I was like, no, we need this. Like, we literally need this. I need to, like, you need to respect me and my profession and my time. And if you just can't do this simple thing of sending these in, then you're not my client. Even if we were going to get a deal done at some point, but it was going to be painful and it was going to stress me out, I don't want that. That's your, I'm not doing the deal. I don't need two, three, five thousand dollars and sleepless nights and wondering if we're going to close on time and wondering if I got the deal and wondering, it's not worth it. I'm telling you, it might seem it now because you need deals and you need business. So you'll just work with anybody and you'll deal with that stress and you'll call it a hard deal. You'll say you're learning, but I'm telling you, if you stick to your process and you believe in it and you have conviction in it and you tell your clients that they're going to believe in it and they're going to have conviction and you're going to weed out all the people not drinking your Kool-Aid and it will save you so much time. It'll save you years on your life <laughs> over your mortgage career. I'm telling you the stress that you'll save. So, you know, there's times where I know we've got a deal. There's a deal there, but the clients are so, you know, I don't even know the word to use, but they're just, they're not committed to the documents and the process. And we'll just cut them. I go, yeah, this isn't working. Like I need this, 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 and you don't get me this when I say like, I'm sorry, we're, I'm not your guy. There's lots of guys or girls out there that'll deal with you. I'm not your guy. And I walk away. I go, peace out. In a good way, in a very good way. Peace out. Let the referral partner know they weren't committed to the process, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's serious stuff. You're buying a home, you know, take a lunch break. You're buying a home, go on your lunch break and get the paperwork done, right? Because I know you're watching Netflix, so go get the paperwork. So you got to treat it like that, okay? So now I just rambling on. That's it. Um... Documents, documents, documents from the clients. So important that you get those. Does so many, there's so many benefits for your business from doing that. Okay. All right. Five texts a day, kids. Peace out.